What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Mean, and joining me, as always, is 18th century nobleman, Mr. Connor Lawler. Fair maiden. (laughs) I am a fair maiden. That is very true. (laughs) If there's anything, if there's two things you are not, it's neither fair nor a maiden. But my God, you've got the kind of, I would say, the style. You've you've got the mm-hmm. you're you're serving maiden. I'm serving maiden. Look, I, I'd I'd love to serve maiden any day of the week. Well. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. As it is, it's Hero Zero, Sean. This is the show where we choose one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points, so we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Now. I normally do DC characters, and Sean, you normally do Marvel characters. But also, you've probably noticed, when Sean introduces the show, which he does once out of every six, he (laughs) basically tries to throw to me as a different character because he knows I'm terrible at improv. It's a running gag, and it's really ruining the vibe. I have to keep your improv skills sharp. One day I'll introduce you as competent podcast host Mr. Connor Lawler, and then we'll (laughs) see what happens. (laughs) Way out my ball, Rich. (laughs) That's not how I operate. (laughs) That's how I operate. If, If this is your first episode you do not have to do anything don't worry about it but if it is your second and above we would really appreciate maybe a follow a like five stars on itunes or spotify that would really really help us out algorithms bullshit like that not quite sure how it works no but we've been saying that at the start of every show and we've noticed a difference so thank you to everyone it's Thanks for all the support, uh, and ev- thank you to everyone over on the Patreon as well uh, for all the support over there. That is absolutely legendary stuff altogether. And yeah, that's uh, good news. You guys got extra movie reviews every single month. And this last month's movie, I should say, at this maybe point, not so good now, news, but <laughs> it's now the first of March. So yesterday we released our February movie, which we reviewed, Madam Web. So, oh, oh, oh you bastards! <laughs> you, if, if you don't realise, the patrons like to fuck with us, and we asked them every month what would they like us to review, and they consistently just send in, oh, I don't know, Fantastic Four, Catwoman, Batman and Robin, Fantastic Morbius, Four again. Fan- <laughs> Fantastic Four again. You're seeing a trend. Yeah. And so this month was sent in Madam Web, so we had to go back and watch it. Holy God, does it live up to all your expectations, whatever those are. But yeah, that's over there now if you want to give that a listen. Um, but Sean, speaking of Marvel, oh, oh. spider-based characters. Um, Interesting you Sean, say that. <laughs> yeah, Sean, it is your week. Yeah. And I'm excited to know because usually all of your reports are always so calming, so very boring by the yeah, numbers. They're not very cerebral. There's not a lot of thought or, or mental mm. effort that has to go into them. Uh, yeah, exactly. And this week is no exception, Connor. Uh, now, look, I just want to say as well. We've had a bunch of suggestions come in of Marvel characters to talk about. I am going to get to all of those. But with the release of our Madam Web report, I decided to take a look at the villain of Madam Web. Dakota uh, Johnson. <laughs> Sony as a production company. Sony. <laughs> The company. (laughs) No, I'm looking at Ezekiel Sims, Connor, who is a character that has, within the last two decades, become central to Spider-Man lore, but also not a lot is known about him. Okay. Now, if anyone hasn't seen Madam Web, the best way I can describe this character in the movie 
would be he's in it for a few scenes and he suddenly just wants to kill some people uh, and that's all we kind of know so that's that's basically it yeah he's a little more interesting in the comics okay cool. um, so his first appearance was in amazing spider-man volume 2 number 30 uh, in april of 2001 um, he's created by J. Michael Straczynski and John Romita Jr., both legends of the comic book industry. Uh, and th- this is genuinely every bit of research I did on this character, this is how it starts. Ezekiel apparently underwent some form of ritual which granted him the powers of a spider totem. <laughs> now, <laughs> if you were looking for an origin, I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't exist. That's, that's the worst origin we've ever had. It's horrendous. He just has the powers. I love the use of the word apparently. Yes. Yeah. Look, we don't know ourselves. Look, our best, guess is like- our best guess. And I know we're creating the character from nothing, but we're just making it up as we go along. You know what I mean? Well, hey, I'm just walking here. Exactly. He was introduced in a storyline called The Other. Um, and that storyline wanted to introduce a new big villain and they needed him to do it. So they clearly came up with the character and just kind of had him show up. Um, now, yeah, but we've had that loads of times in, in these Hero Zeros where a character shows up and not a lot is done or known about yeah. them, and that's fine. But it's since 2001, you said, yeah? Since 2001. So 23 years have passed and they have decided to not add anything in. No, he's... He's appeared precious little in the last oh, few years. He's so, going to make this report good. He, Yeah, so he got the powers of a spider totem, which I will get into later. Um, upon being granted these powers, similar to Spider-Man's powers, in fact, he set about amassing a fortune. Um, so he just used his powers to, like, kind of steal money and do shady business deals and all that kind of thing. He ends up as, like, the head of a major company. Um, he soon learnt that being a spider totem, he would be beset by those of orders higher up on the totemic hierarchy. <laughs> now. Okay. No, hang up. No, I'm hang finally going to do it. I'm going to explain spider totems. I'm yeah, going to do it. That sentence, <laughs> that sentence is insane. That's it's an insane ridiculous. to say out loud. Spider-Man is my favourite character. And this is the story that I started reading Spider-Man in. <laughs> And then I moved over to the Ultimate Spider-Man, which is way better. <laughs> which is, is, is he's he's a human in that he's, one. He's a normal person. He's just a normal dude. All right, cool. That's and it's an logical. accident, and that's how he gets his powers. Cool. So if anyone doesn't know spider totems, and this is going to be my explanation yes, before you do the proper one. This is true secondhand. As far as I know, Marvel decided that it wasn't enough that Peter Parker just randomly got bitten by that one spider that one time. It wasn't exciting. It wasn't dragging the kids in. They weren't no. into it, right? It's so not cool just, that it could be any teenager become Spider-Man. No, kids don't want it to be any teenager. They want it to be a destiny of totems. <laughs> so what they decided was that there was instead spider totems. Yeah. And there's loads of different spider totems to represent all the different spider characters that they have. I know what you're thinking. That seems a bit weird out there. Correct. It gets worse the more you learn about it. Now, Sean, what's your explanation? Honestly, you've kind of hit the nail on the head in that there's like a series of multiversal entities (laughs) that are connected to the web of life and destiny, 
which can create spider totems and bestow people with spider powers. How how I kind of think of it is it's just the Spider-Verse, which thankfully, Jesus, thank God that movie came out to kind of help explain this. But it's just like the Spider-Verse, like all the different spider characters, and then they just give them symbols of totems. Exactly, yeah. And sometimes there can be multiple of the same and all that kind of thing. Um, At the very top is the Great Weaver, um, there's also one that'll show up later, the gatekeeper. There's one called the other, uh, who originally it said chose Peter Parker to get its powers. That's all been retconned since, but that's how that worked for a good 20 years. Uh, there's the bride who, the bride is a cool one because the bride is in charge of uh, enabling spider totems to get their powers through chance. So, like, the, the the spider that bit Peter Parker, everything aligned to make that happen. It's a cool job. It's not a good origin story. <laughs> it's a cool job. It's a nine to five. They clock in and clock out. And then there's also uh, the Master Weaver and the Pattern Maker, the, l- responsible for overseeing the Web of Life and Destiny, of I would course. go so far as to say they are the exact same job, just with different words. Pretty much. They're all essentially the same job, They're let's all be honest. They're basically just spider people with powers. So, aside from all of this, I need... Oh, look, Connor, I beg you. Wait, this is the bit we need to buy in on, just just so we're clear. We, I've, to touch, point, we're I've touched clear. on this before, but I've never phrased it in such an important way. Oh, fuck. Okay, I, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Everyone buckle in. There's a family of multiversal energy vampires that feed on all of the spider totems. See, no, there's not. That's, see, I know that's see, a trick. I know you're thing. tricking me. No, no, they planned all this in the 60s when they made Spider-Man. You, you're having a little bit of a laugh, a little joke at my expense. And look, I get it. I'm one of the lads. You know what I mean? I'm I know a little look. prankster when I see it. Um, and look, you, no problem. We can move on with the report, job. But obviously, there's not vampires dealing with these spider people. No, no, there, there very much is. There, there's some of his greatest <laughs> foes, in fact. You mean Morbius? <laughs> No, no, no. Different vampire. Only eats spider people. What are the chances? <laughs> what are the odds? One of these uh, vampires, Morlin is his name, would become something of a nemesis to Ezekiel. Um, Ezekiel decided to take steps and gather all of the information he could on Morlin to protect the future generations of spider totems. He created bunkers in the basement of his office building, which would block out... Uh, the vampire's ability to sense spider people. He's... Sean. Connor, I'm two paragraphs in. Like... <laughs> I'm, oh God, I was like seven reading this. <laughs> you were just like, where's Peter Parker? I was just like, oh, I just saw the Tobey Maguire movie. I'm really fucking excited. <laughs> Can't wait to watch the, read this. Oh, wow, totems. Wow, when does Peter Parker come in? Well, he's about to. So, Peter Parker and also Cindy Moon, uh, who is Silk, were bitten by a spider that had been irradiated by Oscorp. Um, Ezekiel contacted Cindy and trained her in the use of her spider powers until he realised that Morlin was starting to track her. Because again, he senses spider-powered people. Ezekiel then locks Cindy away in one of his special rooms at the bottom of his tower to protect her from Morlin. 
So that's why she, she was never seen at all in Marvel Comics ever. Until they fucking needed someone. <laughs> so, hang on. All this time, in genuine Marvel canon, yeah. this is 616. We're in 2001. In Marvel 616, main universe continuity, she has been there the whole time. And you're telling me vampires are, are hunted spider people? Hell yeah, they are. They have vampire vampires who only feed on spider people. Yes, they're from Earth 001 in the Marvel Universe. And and that's that's real. That's real. <laughs> Up until very recent, it, like, it, it's all still real. Some of the details are changed now because they did a reboot like, a while there's ago. There's a Batman comic where Batman fights the Predator, but that's like not canon. That's, <laughs> that's just like a you story. Can, you can just tell a story. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> what, see, it's all going to come clear why they did this. So bear in mind, this is 2001. Tobe Maguire, Spider-Man. Organic webs. It's a very convoluted way to get to organic webs for Peter Parker. Really weird way of getting there. Go on. Very, very strange. So, Ezekiel also monitored Peter's progress as the superpowered vigilante Spider-Man, who you might have heard of. Uh, when it became apparent that Marlin would start targeting Peter, Ezekiel confronted him, claiming to have hired several detectives to discover certain parts of his identity and pieced it all together. Um, after they spoke a few times, Ezekiel tried to convince Peter to hide in one of these special rooms as Morlin was about to arrive in New York. Um, however, Peter, being his, you know, being a hero, decided to confront Morlin himself to prevent anyone else from dying as a byproduct of him going into hiding. I've hit you right. with a lot there. I'm really sorry about this. My, my face, nobody can see it other than you, but it's yeah. just... I've never seen a like I'm looking at myself in the camera. I've never seen myself look more vacant. <laughs> I just I can't I can't stress enough how much I love Spider Man <laughs> and how much I hate all of this. <laughs> so so the grand plan, right? So Peter knows that there's a vampire yeah. that only wants to eat spider people. Yeah. And he is a spider person, and you said as a hero, he's gonna like but if he locks himself away, the vampire isn't going to kill anyone else. It only wants spider people. Well, the, the, but there is, like, the, bear in mind, there is a there is a, there is a bunch of spider people still. You've got like, right, uh, okay. like Julia Carpenter. You got her. Uh, you got some of his clones that are still kicking around at the time. Oh, Ben is still kicking yeah. around, of course. And um, Kane as well. You don't forget about Kane. Kane. So, so, okay, so. Peter's grand plan is he's going to go to the vampires and be like, hey, dude, what's up with that? He's he's like overconfident. He's like, I'm going to fuck. I'm going to fight this vampire. I fought yeah. weirder stuff. Surely I can beat this guy. Again, remember, I read this when I was like seven. Uh, yeah. Morlin fucking pastes him. <laughs> it is brutal. He eats one of his eyeballs. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? He just like genuinely. There's a scene where Peter Parker gets his eyeball pulled out, and Morlin fucking eats it in front of him. Okay, follow up logical question. Go How ahead. do you come back from that? How does the eyeball come back? If uh, this is mainline Marvel, 
what are we doing here? So, uh, so I will say, the eyeball thing happens later. He gets beaten a couple of times by Marlon. Right, and, and every time he's like, dude, if you don't stop, I am going to eat your eyeball. Yeah. Seriously, man, sit down. And so after the first beating, Spider-Man goes back to Ezekiel and begs him to let him into the room. <laughs> Please. <laughs> he's like, he's, he like wheels himself in in a wheelchair every bone broken other than his one arm and he's like please let me in <laughs> and so the uh, but Ezekiel is like look he has your scent now the room isn't going to do anything he knows he knows where you are at all times basically um, okay. eventually it ends up in a big fight between Morlin and Ezekiel um, and they end up defeating Morlin because Peter Parker injects himself with uh, a radioactive isotope so that uh, basically he's he, when Morlin bites him he fucking dies because he's really weak to radiation um, this does eventually give him essentially spider cancer but that's another story <laughs> I think of this report, we have might have spent, I would say, maybe 120 seconds talking about Ezekiel. I know. And the rest of the time trying to understand what the fuck you're talking about. Welcome to the character of Ezekiel. Because why the fuck do you need him other than he built special rooms and hid silk for a while? He's just a good architect. He's just, he's insane at city planning. He's got a little leveling thing on his belt. Peter's like, let me in. So then um, what happens is that uh, an event called Spider Island happens. uh, And this is where the organic web thing becomes in because Peter Parker uh, dies because of the radiation and stuff that was put into him to to defeat Morlin. As you remember. Into himself. Yes, correct. And then he what happens is he's taken away. He's put into a cocoon. Uh, and a spider deity called Shathra um, is like, listen, from from the time you be- you got these spider powers, you've been mostly man and you haven't accepted the spider part of your identity. Dear fucking Lord, right? So they rebirth Peter Parker, essentially. He's born out of a cocoon. It's really fucking gross. Sir, did you say rebirth? Oh, he died and came back to life. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, re- they rebirthed him from they a cocoon. They rebirthed him. Exactly. He meets the other, which is the one that gave him his powers at the time. Uh, and he's more, he's he's pushed to act on instinct. Um, so he's, he's, he's more animalistic kind of thing. However, he managed to avoid descending into mindless fury and managed to escape to be helped by Ezekiel. Um Look, I, have, I know I'm talking about a lot of people other than Ezekiel. I'm, I'm like looking in, I'm doing like a gym to camera moment here where I'm like, does anyone else hear what the fuck this guy yeah. is talking about? It's the only way to approach this character is that you need to just have so, the information vomited at you. Can, can I genuinely ask a question just about yeah. here? This is not about Ezekiel. Go ahead. But what is the most, what is the character trait that people like the most about Peter Parker? It's that he never gives up, surely. And or he, that he's he just cares a random about guy. people, and he's just a good person, and yeah. he tries his best. Oh, sorry, I thought that all went without saying. Yeah, he's just like a nice man. <laughs> yeah, so he's a nice man who who's always just he can't be happy because he's always like making the ultimate sacrifice, great power, great responsibility, of all course. that jazz. Yeah, it's, it's so the whole key took, of the character. 
what if we took the building force of the character and we took it away? He He's no longer part of a human. And we yeah. want him feral. We want him not caring about but, anything. But by doing this, Connor, by accepting the spider side, you better believe he got organic webbing. <laughs> <laughs> so they got rid of every character trait, but now he's got webs from his wrists. Hell yeah. <laughs> It's like it's like they took Batman and they're like, you need to give up on the revenge, man. Yeah. You need to just stop dealing with revenge and being driven by that. It's fine. Just yeah. chill out. He's like, all right, cool. And in exchange, here's a gun. <laughs> like, <laughs> Two guns. Way easier, man. <laughs> it makes no sense. Um, so look, he goes to get help from Ezekiel um, because Shatra... Shatter's what's called a spider wasp and wants to hunt regular spiders. It's a whole, it doesn't matter. I've uh, already forgotten any of that. That's Go fair. On. Ezekiel took him to a temple in Ghana where the first spider person uh, had originated from. Um, there, they decided to set a trap for Shatra. Spider-Man consciously allowed his arachnid side to take over, enough to capture Shatra and then to feed her to a different spider that was in the depths of the temple. However, Ezekiel warned Peter that another, more powerful foe was coming for him. And here we're nearly at the end of the report, Connor. (laughs) I just... I've no idea. I could just come in once again and be like, why? What are we doing? Does everyone on this story needs to maybe have a long hair? Look at themselves. Yeah. Probably. It's, but, just, it, it's a bad time to be into Spider-Man comics. Cause. Guys, I think, as, as people probably back then told themselves, mm-hmm. everyone listening to this and me, we just need to tuck in, right? We just need, yeah. to, we just need to just sit in, in here. And just, it's nearly over. We can get through this. Yeah. Like, for, for what it's worth, it's not, like, for the past 20 years, it's not been a good time to be a Spider-Man comic fan. Uh, yeah, it's, not, it's not been great. <laughs> so it's been, it's been rough. It's been rough. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the person that Ezekiel had been warning Peter of was a guy called the Gatekeeper, another one of the spider totems. His job is to control mystical forces. So if one person is getting too strong or powerful or breaks any rules, the Gatekeeper comes and shuts them the fuck down. Because isn't that interesting? Uh, <laughs> I feel like that is... Yeah, okay, if you want to nerf some characters, but you need a character to actually nerf them. I'll be honest, this is the most interesting Ezekiel is in this storyline. So, this is also 2004. Um, Ezekiel told Peter that the gatekeeper saw him as unworthy to possess his powers because he received them by accident and intended to kill him. Okay, all right. Let's, let's take that other side of Pierce. Yeah, that storyline yeah. is dumb. The whole accidental hey, thing—that was that was a mistake. Sure, that's stupid. I hate accidental. <laughs> and you, you know, like you gotta use the powers for good, even though you don't really know what you're doing. Nobody can relate to that. I want destiny. I want random kid. You're mm. set for destiny. So Ezekiel told Peter to return to the temple in Ghana with him, but Peter refused until swarms of spiders attacked New York City. (laughs) Spider-Man tried to save as many as he could when Ezekiel said that the gatekeeper has arrived to kill him and he urged him again to come to Ghana. So they eventually did. The spiders from earlier 
gathered together to form the body of the gatekeeper, who told Peter that bugs are important to the world and the spiders are the hunters of the bug world. So... <laughs> I This is word for... Again, I need to know, none of this is my interpretation of events. But you know what's amazing, though, with all of this, and I think it's really important that we say this. We're 24 minutes in. I think it's really important to tell people that this storyline is still better than Madam Web. So oh, maybe yeah. factor that in. That's it. At least this makes you feel something, this storyline. Um, so Spider-Man attempted to fight the gatekeeper, but he was outmatched. The gatekeeper tells him that he was chosen by mystical forces to receive his powers out of all of the students in the demonstration that day in Oscorp. Um, as he has become a natural hunter because of all of the anger that he carried in his life. So when Peter was bullied, he was never able to fight back and reserved all of the anger to himself, making him, they pull it back a little bit, they make him never give in despite the odds, making him a hunter, but also prey. So this contradicts what Ezekiel had told Peter, because this is when it's revealed that the gatekeeper was not hunting Peter, it was hunting Ezekiel. (gasps) <gasps> thank you for the gasp there you uh, go I gave it for you go for it <laughs> the gatekeeper reveals that Ezekiel was unworthy of his powers because he stole them from another totem I forgot that's, about that <laughs> that's something that you can do uh, you can just here's the thing if you take the blood of another totem you get those powers but you didn't earn them so you're fucked <laughs> Some blood transfusions <laughs> Spider-Man awakens from the battle battered and bloodied, and Ezekiel explained that because the gatekeeper will only allow one of them to live, he has to kill Peter. Peter Ah. then realised that that the supernatural menaces that he had recently fought were in fact after Ezekiel. Um, One more paragraph. They fought. (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep saying that. I want you to enjoy this episode, but I need you to understand what it's like. (laughs) (laughs) they fought but Ezekiel defeated Peter by drugging him with a syringe Ezekiel chained him to a column in the temple and stabbed him with a knife to have his blood flow into the spider runes on the floor the gatekeeper reappeared turning into a giant spider monster and prepared to kill Peter as Ezekiel walked away in panic Peter used his spider sense to bond with Ezekiel's mind and show him the heroics that he had done throughout his career. Ezekiel realised that he had wasted his life seeking wealth, and that Peter was the one who was worthy of the spider powers, and voluntarily sacrificed himself to save Peter. Ezekiel died there, and has not been in comics since. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like... Is that the worst storyline ever? That's worse than the Clone Saga. I was about to say it was worse than the Clone Saga. At least the the Clone Saga is dumb. It's campy dumb, though. It's it's campy dumb. It's kind of a bit of crack. It's Batman and Robin. Yeah, but this one is convoluted and, like, it it rewrites all of Spider-Man's lore for no goddamn reason. 
I think I'm genuinely of the opinion that might be the worst story I've ever heard. It's horrendous, books. and I've read like, some bad ones. I know it's like it's a bit anytime spider spider totems come up on the show, but yeah. genuinely, I think it's the worst thing ever introduced to Spider Man. So, the, really, the question becomes: If you have a character like Ezekiel in that storyline, and he's involved in what objectively, I don't know how anyone else can read that. Objectively, one of the worst pieces of media ever done. Why would you choose him as the villain if you were going to do a Madame Web movie? Because he's a named character with spider powers, is the thing, who isn't directly tied to Peter Parker. You know what would have been some laugh if they had have instead done Ben Riley or Kane? Dude, I would have loved it. Like... I think what would be hilarious is you cast Andrew Garfield as Ben Riley. Oh my god! Cast Andrew Garfield as Kane! Oh, the, and just, oh and he's angry! Spider-Man! Yeah! Yeah! He's, he's like killer Spider-Man! That's all I want is that, like, that few, you know, that few years of him being stopped okay, you, pulling I'm my rewriting the movie as we speak, but obviously Sydney Sweeney Spider-Woman. Yeah. Because you have Spider-Woman in the movie title, you're going to get more people in. Spider-Woman... Yeah. And then her villain is Kane, and she's got to fight Andrew Garfield's Kane. Oh yeah, and there's like a series of murders around the town that Kane yeah. is pulling off. Like, yeah. holy shit, that's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> and Dakota Johnson's there, like, oh no, Dakota Johnson could show up at the uh, end. I don't give a shit, but like, just, just put like, on those oh, funny no, glasses. You and it'll did be it. You did it. Um, <laughs> look, in turn, look. In terms of powers and abilities, the usual spider stuff. Strength, speed, stamina, durability, agility, <laughs> reflexes. These are all class. He can crawl on walls. He has the spider sense. And he's also immune to the spider sense. This is the worst <sighs> episode ever. He's, ah, uh, like, he's well written as a, like, it, his actual interactions with people. He's well, like, his dialogue is well written. It's just the fact that the character exists and what he represents is terrible. <laughs> I genuinely, this might be the worst Hero Zero episode ever. And it was all, it's not your fault, Sean. No, like, you're looking fair. at me like it's your fault. No, no, no. I, I fully, I washed my I, hands. I'm not going to blame you. Re- you are just the messenger. You can only tell us what the story is. Yeah. We can only do that. And I think it's super funny you chose this character because nobody could save that story. <laughs> no, there's no way to make that character cool. Like,. <laughs> No, sorry, he's no, because he's kind of cool. As it, like in an early two thousands, this is cool, but like, there's no way to make that character relevant because he no. just shouldn't exist. No, that that is a bit that has cheered me up as to how terrible that was. Yeah. If you were to do a report again, would you do this report or Psylocke? Oh, Psylocke in a heartbeat, because <laughs> there's logic to Psylocke. No, there isn't. It's rough, but there's logic to it. It's, it is. Psylocke is more fun, is yeah. what I would say. The thing is, is that all of the weird stuff that happened with Psylocke happened in sequence. Whereas yeah. the Ezekiel stuff rewrote a lot of what had already happened with Spider-Man. So he's just a guy who somehow got spider powers from a weird totem and then used those powers to just kind of get slightly rich. Yeah, and then decided to protect spider totems. Uh, that might be top five most boring characters ever. He, yeah, he's just really dull. Like, like look, he, he didn't I, he didn't try and kill a bunch of people. He didn't try and save a bunch of people. He just, I'm going to make 
200 grand next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was all pounds. about delivering value to shareholders, basically. <laughs> like, like he's up 2% year on year. And he's like, yes. I just look at, and look, if one thing translated well, it's that a terrible character was in a terrible film. And that film was Madam Webb. Oh my God. I feel like, do we know more about Ezekiel? I suppose we do. Um, Are you better for knowing it? Absolutely not. I I feel my life is worse for having sat through the totem story. And the idea of you reading that as a youngster is so funny to be like, this is going to get good, right? Eventually this is going to get good. (laughs) I have a vivid memory of, because I kept the comics, because I I kept every comic when I was a kid, because I didn't get too many of them. But I have a memory of like, every few months I would go back to it and be like, Maybe I'll get it this time. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'm not smart enough. I'll figure this one out. This is next time around when I'm fucking 12. Yeah. I'm really going to dig into this and understand what's going on. Just the image of Peter Parker getting his eyeball ripped out is just burned into my brain. And the fact that that was like 2004. So like Spider-Man 2 has just come out. That's like one of the best movies, comic book movies ever done. Yeah, um, I loved it. I, was in, I went insane. Riding high. Like that is such a good movie. So many kids are after watching that movie. They're like, I want the next Spider-Man comic. Mam yeah. or dad or whoever. <laughs> I'm going to jump right next- in. <laughs> Like, I'm going to jump right in. I love Spider-Man now. And the first image they have is just Spider-Man's eyeball being eaten and then him being tied to a pillar as a man turns into a big spider monster to eat him. I mean, don't you think that's... Don't you think that's a that's a good way to get introduced to comics, Connor? And you're telling me sales were dropping at that point, wasn't it? Sales were dropping. Sales were (laughs) dropping, in fact. However, Marvel Ultimate Spider-Man fantastic came out the same year so <laughs> they also had the, was the ultimate um, animated show was around that time as well ultimate Spider-Man yeah 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 that was good it was, was a good time good. yeah I oh it's the only way they, to experience Spider-Man like, there's so much good like Spider-Man stuff at that point and every time the kids went to the comic books they were just horrified by the <laughs> most like, boring convoluted story ever but it's like a coin toss because you would either like because if, if you were a kid you didn't really know the difference so you're no. either going to get this horrendous story with <laughs> vampires and shit or really good, cool Ultimate Spider-Man. Do you know who I feel sorry for? Is like the parents or the guardians or, oh, like the, like, or the grandparents at Christmas who are like, little Johnny loves Spider-Man and they think they've done a great job. They go and they're like, I got you four or five comic books. I know you love Spider-Man. And they're like all about this totems. Yeah, and she's like, what does... Father, what does destiny mean? (laughs) Johnny hasn't spoken in three months. (laughs) It's March. Keeps ripping people's eyes out. (laughs) Sean, I think... I'm not going to tell you that was a good report. Um, Sean, that was a report. It's happened. I delivered Um, the information. That's all that's required of me. You... We cannot shoot you. You are just a messenger. But never, ever... I'm going to send this out to people... Never ask us to do another one of these totem spider people. No. Um, I think emotionally, I don't know if I could take it. Um, it's the thing. This way, I don't cover a lot of spider stuff anymore because everything that's been introduced basically since 99 is convoluted and bullshit. Because... <laughs> 
<laughs> you need to just do Peter Parker and just be like, he, we're going to stop it. We're going to stop it just, at a certain point. <laughs> we're going to stop it at an exact year and he's just grand. Um, so if you enjoyed that report, Jesus Christ, maybe get some hobbies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're still here, um, could you give us a like, follow, whatever podcast? This is someone's first on? episode. Jesus. Oh, I'm so sorry. The rest of them are normally a bit better. I'm not going to say a lot, but they're a bit. Um, we cover lots of other characters. There's hundreds of hours of uh, Heroes or Zeros. Um, and you just kind of can go back, listen to whatever your favourite character is. I'm sure we've probably covered them um, in DC or Marvel. We also have um, a Patreon, as you mentioned. We did a review of Madam Web uh, for the month of February. So we watched it so you didn't have to. We can tell you exactly what happens. And it is fantastic. It's and look, if you need more Ezekiel Sims in your life, that's the movie I, for you. Nobody does. <laughs> um, and and it, uh, you, if you can follow us all the podcast or the social media platforms, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Um, and most importantly... Can you just tell one human being that we exist? Just the one, please. But maybe not this episode. Maybe the dead shot. Nobody one. That was a lot don't better. show this to anybody. <laughs> never show this to anyone. If you're still here, do not show it. Okay, I've been cut it off. I've been showing me. We shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye.